Hi guys, welcome to Art Talk with April, season three. I'm April Harris of Inked April, located in Birmingham, Alabama. We have some wonderfully inspiring artists on this season. Let's get started. Welcome to Art Talk with April. Today we're talking with Amy Foster. She is based out of the UK and she's a student. She's very, very good at realism and I would say drawing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much, Amy, for talking to me today. This will be really fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, how, when did you start getting interested in drawing and in art? Um, I've really always been interested in art. I've drawn from pretty much as soon as I could hold a pencil. My mum was always drawing and she just was like, me and my sister, she was like, you guys are going to draw and paint. And she showed us everything, um, <laughs> which, was, which was really good. So I've been drawing since as long as I can remember, really. I've always been really interested by it. <laughs> So when did you um, or how did you come about being interested in is I want to make sure I'm pronouncing it right. It's Derwent, right? Derwent. Yes. Uh, Derwent. Oh, yeah. 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 So how did you start using more color pencils and graphite in your work? I got a pencil set. I got the Derwent pencil, chromaflow pencils for my birthday a um, couple of years ago. And I just thought, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try doing something. And then my whole style kind of developed from there. And like that became my main medium. And um, it was actually really good. I know I knew they were a really high quality brand. My mom always used Derwent things. I'd used like other of their ranges of like their charcoal and like their normal pencils and their paint. And um, that it was a relatively new range that they just released. And it was just became my thing, really. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. I, I haven't ever used, well... I've probably used the Derwent pencils, like the pencil set where they have like um, the HB and the um, yeah. all the different ones, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I never really like got into using the pencils, but I used um, Prismacolor. Have you ever tried that? Oh, yeah. I have briefly been able to try them. I don't own any because they're really expensive. <laughs> Yeah. But I briefly tried them out. They were lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I I grew up going to school and learning with those with the Prismacolor. Right. Yeah. So that might be why I'm so drawn to your work too, is because I'm like, oh, I love that. But she's doing these yeah. drawings. And um, so how do you come about what you decide to draw? Um, I'm really, ins I, I decided I liked to draw like things in nature because I'm really inspired by the, out the outdoors and um, just the world around me. And then I decided I want to like, I did plants and animals and then I just kind of focused down on animals more. Mm -hmm. And it was um, things like the wildlife that lived around me. Um, I live in the countryside when I'm like back home from uni and yeah. um, taking photos of like all the wildlife and the animals. Um, and then I just use them as my reference photos. Oh, so that was really cool. Yeah. yeah. And it looks like, too, like, do you do any kind of commissions work for other people? Yeah. Um, pet portrait commission. So I do sell, um, like, people request. They, they message me and they commission, like, 
dog drawings, cat drawings, people like their pets being drawn. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. I think a lot of times pets are really fun to draw yeah. because um, you can, they have so much personality in their faces and everything, but I get kind of lost in like the fur and the different colors. Yeah, definitely. The different like um, strands of hair. I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but I think there's so many. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like trying to capture the pattern of yeah. where, you know, it's lighter and then it suddenly turns darker and you're like trying to make it really yeah. represent that person's pet so that they it's see definitely it. definitely a lot of pressure to capture it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had anyone that was like, well, this needs, I don't really, I think this might need to be different or something like that? I've actually not. Everybody who I've, I've com- like done commission pieces for, they've all been, I've showed them and they've just gone like, oh, it's my pet. And they've been so happy. <laughs> Oh, Which is good. good. Yeah. <laughs> All the two feedback is always good. <laughs> Which I could I could see that because I feel like from your looking at your work, I feel like you take great care and pains to look at everything. Yeah. <laughs> and so how how long does it take for you to do like one drawing or one final very long time sometimes like 50 60 hours it takes forever wow yeah and so when you're you're in university and you're going for um a bachelor of arts I am yes yeah and are you taking um like drawing classes and things like that uh it's fine art degree so there's like drawing and everything from sculpture to photography can be incorporated but I'm going mainly down the route of drawing for the current first year work which is good that's fun and um what kind of papers do you use for your drawings Um, (laughs) is it just drawing drawing paper yeah okay yeah it's kind of just normal kind of it's got some texture in it because completely smooth paper does not hold colored pencil um it's you can't like layer as much on it and get like smooth kind of transition of colors I find like the grain in the paper but if it's too deep then you get the little white bits so it's just kind of medium grain standard paper that I use I want to get into the detail a little bit about the way that you're drawing so you draw out your your lines of your animal and then how do you go about starting like are you starting with your dark colors or are you starting like with a light layer like how do you get it to be so like vibrant and um because I mean it's not your typical color pencil really necessarily you're getting a really good layer of color on there like how do you do <laughs> I normally start with like a, a base color that's kind of representative of the overall color of the animal. Mm. So if it's like a brown dog or something, I'll start with like a light brown. Um, and then adding on like a little bit of the darker the shadows, um, go over that with white uh, to like kind of soften it um, mm. if it is. And then add in uh, the darker bits, like then the light, then the highlights. 
um, define the shadows, define the highlights, and then draw in all the small, little, tiny, tedious hairs <laughs> afterwards. So that's amazing. kind of how I like, build it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then when you're doing that, are are you like me? So like I I do a little bit of that myself, but it's like. Um, do you are you looking so closely at the details that you're really drawing those precise hairs, or do you kind yes, of yes sometimes you kind of like you're like okay, let me put some hairs here. <laughs> sometimes I'm just like I know how it should look and this is how it's going to be done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that'll just do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of hyper real hyper Is that the word when you do it? Yeah. With, when it's like I mean it looks so real it could be you know a photograph but obviously you're doing yeah and um so that's really wonderful with the and you said you're using Derwent chroma chroma flow pencils yeah are those really waxy kinds of uh yeah they're yeah they're they're really good like they're they're good at waxy blending and stuff um oh yeah yeah so do you do it? You yeah. they have like the clear um, sort of blender pencil with those. Yeah, they have like the burnisher pencils and um, the blending pencils that you can get like separately. Do you ever use them on occasion? I don't actually own them. <laughs> I've used the, I've used other people's. Yeah. I've been like, I'm just gonna borrow this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't actually own any of my own. I do want to get some at some point, but I'm, the white yeah. does kind of the same job, and it makes it look really, really soft. I find that white makes it look it gives it like a a look of just being a little bit fluffier. So I, I tend to use that mm. instead. That's interesting. Yeah. Like when you're, um, I know with Prisma, a lot of times the wax will kind of get foggy afterwards after you've done the drawing. Does yeah, it can do. It does. Yeah, it is something that I have experienced with. Like my my drawings, I've looked at them like a couple of months later and gone, it looks dusty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you just wipe it down. It yeah. there's no real way of preventing it. I don't think I did look into it, but yeah, I'm not sure there's there's reasonable ways of preventing it. Like, yeah. I've wondered about that. Like, if they're because, you know, when I was really drawing with color pencil, it was that was one of those things, you know, I was like, oh, it looks terrible yeah. afterwards when it <laughs> really sat there. And it's like some kind of foggy, like um, faded, dusty. Kind yeah, of it gets like a dusty layer on top of it, doesn't it? <laughs> and you're like, oh, no, that's like right. You spend so many hours it working on it. Yeah. <laughs> I have to look into that, like if there's some kind of technique to to prevent that kind of thing. So you can get after spray stuff that oh, gets really? rid of it. Like I, I think I've heard I think I've seen that somewhere. Like that you can get this stuff that you kind of like spray on afterwards. A bit like fixative for like charcoal and stuff. And it just kind of stops it going foggy. But then you have to be sure your drawing's done, which I've never ever finished with mine because I always go back to it and think, I can add that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. And so you're go you're in university and your your yeah. goal is to um where are you wanting to go with like your degree and your art? Do you know? <laughs> that's a big question. <laughs> <laughs> It's one 
one of those things where, you know, I mean, what for right now, right now, where do you think you want to go with it? I think I want to do freelance commission work um, and be able to sell to to individuals, maybe galleries at some point, if if they think I'm good enough. Um, yeah. And just kind of like work from, I want to be able to work from anywhere because I want to be able to travel and get inspiration from the, the beautiful world around. Like that's, that's the goal. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so, so cool. I feel like too, like, in today's world with everything being so digital you could really do yeah. that you know that's more of a possibility to like and I've yeah, seen definitely. artists that that's what they do like on Instagram they're traveling and they're posting their art you know and you're like oh that's so yeah. awesome <laughs> I'd love to be able to do that and live in a van or something and just travel and see the world and, yeah. and draw it and then then show people that and then like it enough to buy it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <my laughs> like that would be the dream. Yeah. Do you have any artists that you admire or in- inspire by? Um, famous artist-wise, I love the works of Vincent van Gogh um, because he's, he's just so inspiring and like his, the way he saw the world and his yeah. themes even, like just nature and the colours he uses and stuff. But like non-famous artists, my mum, like she's always been the biggest inspiration. Because um, obviously, when I was real little, I used to draw, and she was sitting next to me doing doing a proper drawing, and I was just painting like <laughs> houses with skies that just went across the top bit. <laughs> and I just thought, I want to be able to do a drawing that takes a long time, like she's doing, and make a good drawing like she's doing. And yeah, she's, she's always been the drawing and art inspirations. <laughs> Oh, my two top artists. That's wonderful. I love that because I have I have a little three year old girl and she loves to draw, but she's three. Yeah. <laughs> so she um, she wants to draw on everything and she'll draw on the wall and she'll draw on the furniture and I'm like, okay, you draw got- on the floors. I'm yeah. gonna draw on my mom's rug. Hold it look oh, like no. a picture frame. In blue crayon, new white rug. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's when you kind of know. You're like, okay. That's why she's going to be an artist. <laughs> yeah, this one, this one likes doing this a lot. I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's just the creative side. <laughs> I have to really hide my pencils and pens and anything that writes. She's going to find it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a will, there's a way. Like, sh- she'll be able to draw on anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And so that's really awesome that you say that about your mom. Is she do any art right now? Like, is this something that's a hobby of hers or career? Teaching, yeah, teaching adults um, art and doing, like, kind of art therapy stuff. But in a, in a hobby time, she's uh, children's illustration kind of side of things. Well, that's awesome. I love that. And um, one of the things that I did in my past was I, I tried, like after college, I tried everything. Like I, yeah. just, I just dabbled in all the different things. So like I had a degree in graphic design, but I tried art teaching, teaching art, yeah children and 
illustrating, freelance, having my own business. <laughs> and so really? I all these different things just in order to figure out, you know, where I wanted to go with it and what I wanted to keep doing. So yeah, I think that's I, the best way. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever considered doing any kind of teaching like that with your art? Cause that could be Maybe. like, if you're doing freelance, that could be like a secondary. It could be. I did. I have thought about it, but I don't know really how I'd, how I'd start and what I'd like teach them. Cause I, I don't know. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing half the time. <laughs> Just oh, wait, guys, it'll be fine. It's kind of what my lessons would be. So. Yeah, I felt like I'm like I've been in art for 20, 25 years, something like that. And um I'm I'm doing pretty good for myself, but even so if I were to like try to do a drawing, like video, like live online or something, I know I wouldn't be using the right words for like the different things like tone and hue and color theory and all the. Yeah, definitely. I would feel like, okay, am I teaching this properly or. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't be able to professionally teach anybody like because I don't know I, I don't think I even have the knowledge yet <laughs> of, of everything that they'd want to learn yeah yeah but that could be something one day that could be an option for you you never know oh, yeah. and your mom knows a lot about that so that could be something too yeah I'll just ask her. <laughs> um, you know, what are what are some things that as a younger artist who, you know, you've just started university and everything. Yeah. What kind of advice would you give to someone who's even younger than yourself? Who um. <laughs> really like they're trying to draw you know they <clears throat> maybe they don't have a parent that's as supportive or um you know they don't even know like what they should be trying to learn or or do yeah. or to you know go well, further with it I think I would say just explore as much as you can like Take every opportunity, every chance to work in different materials, explore all different subjects, and um, you'll find something that you really, really love and stick with it. Like, draw just no matter what. Like, there's always time for drawing. Drawing every day is a fantastic thing because oh, yeah. it becomes a habit and then then it's just you progress so much. And um, there will, you'll always have progression in your work. So if you look at a piece and think, it's not what I, not what I want, or like it's not as good as you know I like it to be don't be disheartened and there's always there's always going to be improvement and one day you'll look back and think wow I've come a very long way so keep going really yeah oh that's awesome that's great advice yeah you touched on so many wonderful things like how do you find time to do your art with everything you have going on like when when do you yeah. how do you 
especially as a younger person, like focus on that instead of like doing all the other like stuff, you know, like getting on watching shows or listening to music or going and hanging out with friends or whatever it is. And you're able to like do these commissions and get (laughs) incredibly detailed drawings done. How do you um, do that? Like, how do you find the time? Devote, like, a couple of hours to it. Like, timetable your day sometimes. If you've got, like, a really busy day, like, if I've got a lot of uni stuff going on or, like, work or something, I'll um, I'll be like, right, timetabling a couple of hours, sit and draw, turn off, like, all distractions. Um, no one can, like, contact me. No one can get into my drawing space. <laughs> and then you make yourself work, put some nice music on, then you not just sat drawing because obviously like it's quite easy to get distracted mm. so um just always like take a couple of minutes even if it's at the end of the day the beginning of the day just even if it's 20 minutes like it's better than nothing even if you only get like two brush strokes done like or two like pencil lines yeah. <laughs> it's still two pencil lines more than you had when you start yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah those are really add up don't they <laughs> It might take a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing two, two lines a day. Two a day. Done. I'm good. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Some Beautiful. days you do feel like that. It's like, that's enough. <laughs> well, I mean, it's true. Like, sometimes you may only do a tiny little bit. Because yeah. that's all you can give to it. And then there are days where you get just sort of sucked in and you're like, you spend know, 10 hours on it <laughs> way too much time on it you're like what what time is it you know did I, yeah. did I you realize it's gotten dark you haven't eaten in the last like day <laughs> but you've got the artwork <laughs> you're like wow I really had a great day <laughs> yeah. oh it's awesome um and then like you know what you were saying about the progress that you make like when you're you're working on something and you don't quite feel like it's very good, you know, and not giving yeah. up because I feel like that's one thing that a lot of people misunderstand with um, having a skill like drawing is that it yeah. is a skill and you can learn and get better because when you're yeah. three, you're three, you're coloring on rugs and it doesn't maybe look like anything, you know, like it looks like circles or scribbles or, you know. Yeah. And you get better at I it. I feel like, yeah, people often like, uh, as like an oldish child age think I either can't draw or I can draw. And they see people who have maybe been drawing like continually since they were like three. And they've obviously got more proficiency in art because they've had more practice. So then people look at them and go, I can't draw. I must not be able to draw. And they might want to, but they'll feel disheartened by that. And then they don't. But like drawing is something you can always develop. Like you can do it at any age in life. Like Absolutely. it's a skill that will always keep getting better. So <laughs> that's how I see it. And which to me, it's like, okay, Amy is young and she is already doing this amazing art. Holy cow, where is she going to be? 30 years from now, she's going to be like, amazing <laughs> and famous. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> that would be, oh, be so amazing for you, Amy. And I just want to thank you so much for talking to me today. Because this was really yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's been great. <laughs>
And where yeah. can people get in touch with you for commissions or to just buy your art? Um, Instagram is where I do main, like most of my communications. I have linked on my Instagram, got uh, an email people can contact me through. Um, I think my phone number is also available on my Instagram. So you can just like text me. I have an Etsy shop as well, um, which people would be, it'd be great if I got some like sales through there for my art. Um, so really can find me quite a few places online i have facebook as well so whatever you've got like i'm on it <laughs> is it like um at amy foster or amy foster r i can't remember what so it's amy foster dot artwork on instagram and then from there there's like a link tree so you can find my facebook oh, my wow. Etsy, all of that and i think it's the same on i think it's amy foster artwork on facebook as well so oh, wonderful <laughs> Well, thank you so much. And everyone, you should follow Amy, support Amy's work. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's only 18. This is crazy. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode of Art Talk with April. For more information on this episode, join the Facebook group, The Art Lounge. Please subscribe and share. See you next Tuesday. Hope you have a great week.